I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh Mom stuff. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Disciplining you in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Bold, reverent, and occasionally random. The Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast starts now. All right, Buck, you're getting married next month. Um, Congratulations to you and Carrie, obviously, in advance. The planning of a wedding can be a challenge. The early days of marriage can certainly be a challenge. My wife, who I've been married to for 18 years now, was listening to the podcast yesterday. And this morning she came in, and you just heard her off air a little bit ago, Buck. She said, you need to tell Buck right now that all of the marriage advice you give him is a disaster and that the only reason we are still married is because, in her words, she's a saint. And so I disagree, right, just just putting it out there. I think there's very few people in the world better to be married to than me from my own humble perspective. She thinks that I am incredibly difficult to be married to, and she is afraid, Buck, that I am leading you down a path of disaster. So I just want to give full disclosure. My wife is suggesting that in your early days of marriage, she heard me giving you marriage advice uh, yesterday or the day before. You need to be very careful, she says, in actually listening to what I have to say about marriage. And yet here you are. Married happily for how many years with three kids? Eight, eight, going on 19 now. Wow. Young man that I am, been married since I was 25 years old, going on uh, 43. Last night, by the way, I was on with Jesse Waters. You should have seen how crestfallen he was, Buck, to realize that I was younger than him. Like, he was like, well, you look way older, which may well be true, but... He, it turns out, Jesse Waters is also saving America. He's Gen X. We're basically the same age. Ah, that explains so much. You and Waters, this Gen X 
connection. Fighting for it. American excellence while all you millennials and Gen Z losers out there try to destroy everything that the those of us who, who love the country have built. You know, I'm sorry that we just had to come up with the greatest TV shows, the greatest music, and the greatest era of America probably ever in our youth, which was the 90s. Although I guess you I guys claim the 90s too. I don't even think you can claim the 90s as a millennial. Well, that's see, I'm right on the edge, everybody, because I'm I'm a graybeard millennial. I'm as old. I am as old as you can possibly be and still be a millennial. So I like to think that I spend multiple generations. Also, is this <laughs> is all this generation stuff just like a marketing ploy? Is that well, really what it comes I, I always down to? think it's crazy because I'm eight months into the Gen X. You know, so in other words, if I've been born eight months later, like my sister is a millennial and I am Gen X. Like that, that it yeah. seems if you are, unless and I know some of you out there may have siblings that you're 20 years difference in age, then I can certainly understand how that would be. But when you're like a year or two different than your sibling, like your older brother is with me in Gen X, right? Yes. Isn't he my age? Yeah. So you grew up with a Gen X and then you have joined in the millennial tribe. And I just, I just wish you hadn't destroyed everything. That's, that's all I'm saying to all you millennials. Out I there. don't know like, why well, you think you're going to put this all on us because Gen Z, as we all understand, well, is, they're the worst. is riddled with commies. And they're unfortunately being brainwashed at unforeseen, un, un, you know, uh, unprecedented speeds because of social media and TikTok and all the rest of it. But that's why the Clay and Buck show exists, to unbrainwash the brainwashed of Gen Z, all we have, get your get your super woke college age, you know, grand grandson, daughter, whatever. To listen to some Clay and Buck because those commies are going to get crushed here on this show. Their arguments cannot withstand the fury of our intellectual onslaught. You know how I know I'm getting older, Buck. Um, well, there's a lot of reasons, but hurt, when I'm on, yeah, that yeah. didn't hurt before. I mean, first of all, the fact that I have a kid who's going to be in college in three years is a sign that I'm getting older, but. Um, I, when I go around now on the college campuses, I have a lot, like the guys are still like the out because of outkick. A lot of, you know, 20 year old guys are regular readers of outkick sports and everything else. But a lot of the girls that come up to me now, which is actually really funny. I say that I hold the record for attractive girls who take pictures of me with their like boyfriends or, or husbands, like the number of, you know, good looking girls who don't want a picture with me at all, but what their, their boyfriends or husbands do. I've had multiple girls come up recently and say, my dad loves you so much that he sends clips from the show to me. Right. Uh, and uh, and also articles from OutKick for me to read. And I'm like, I've now reached the era where dads are like, hey, please go look at what the content that we're putting out. And I think there's a lot of younger people now that are listening to us from uh, from Gen Z because their parents are like, please just go listen to this. Oh, You're getting a lot brainwashed. Of a lot of dads in... Yes. In ill-fitting jeans and New Balance sneakers are going to be Big putting OutKick content in their chain emails now to everybody. That's how That's this right. goes, Clay. This is where we are, my friend. This is like, I had someone tell me recently, I was like, hey, you know, should we? Should I use TikTok as a me? And they looked at me and they're like, I think you're a little old for TikTok. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> sir. Excuse me. And I, I, well, I, I don't want that Chinese spying operation anyway. How about that? I'm not on TikTok, but I do know that there's like a grandpa and grandma element of TikTok that is really pop. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. 
There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever. And it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free prize picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match. Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. You stepped up to serve our country and communities, and GovX delivers unbeatable deals that you've earned. GovX.com is the only site built exclusively to honor your service. Members save on epic brands and the gear they need for their on- and off-duty lives. You'll get incredible savings on tickets to live sports events, theme parks, and other entertainment. You can even save on travel, hotels, rental cars, cruises, and more. GovX donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. Your orders make a meaningful impact. You can become a member in seconds. Signing up is fast and free. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's G-O-V-X.com. Use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX. That's GovX. Code CLAY. G-O-V-X. C-L-A-Y. Savings for those who serve. Sundays with Clay and Buck. I don't know if you saw this data point. I did, and it made me really dislike you, whippersnapper millennials, even more. The morning consult put up a poll. Shares of each generation who say they are proud to live in the United States. Thought, oh, okay, it's interesting. Baby boomers. A lot of you out there in the baby boom generation, 73% of baby boomers happy to live and proud to live in the United States. 
That's a pretty good number. Gen X. Remember, I am memorably the youngest member of the Gen X uh, generation. I was born in April of 1979, just a mere eight months before the millennials destroyed America. And I am fighting as hard as I can as a steadfast member of Gen X to keep America great. 54% of Generation Xers are proud to live in the United States. Millennials, Buck Sexton, a couple of years later, the world went to hell. Buck Sexton was born. Only 36% of millennials are happy to live in the United States. And Buck, this that is that is awful, obviously. Not even a majority. Gen Z, Gen Z adults. These are the youngest members of Gen Z. 16% of Gen Z adults are proud to live in the United States. I, I mean... <laughs> That is like alarming. When I look at data like this, Gen Z adults have no idea what's going on I know. in the world at large. Yeah, but th- this is going to sound old a little are Gen ghetto. Z adults. Do you know? I need to how look old this are up. They? How, like how? Like I mean, are what's the oldest the, Gen Z? I uh, I don't. I think they're adults. like twenty to thirty, something like that, right now. So, Gen Z. Look, let, I'll tell you this, man. Uh, it's going to sound a little get off my lawn. But this this is actually not surprising. You're now, you're now as a millennial talking to Gen Z like about how Gen Z is making oh, those you Gen disgusted. Z whippersnappers. They think they know a thing or two with their TikTok and their and you know all their little fancy cultural things that I don't even know what they are because I'm too old now. Um, look, this is just a function of whether what you know about the world and life experience. That's that. Because to not think that America is a great place to live in. 16%, Buck. Right. It is is purely a function of ignorance of the rest of the world. You can argue. Like, I was out to dinner last night with a friend who's chosen. He's American, super patriotic. He's chosen to live in Colombia. Because he loves it. But he also thinks America is an awesome place. He just happens to like, you know, living in, in South America. Also, low taxes. You can, you know, that's fine. If you have spent time in the rest of the world and or if you have lived your life as an adult in America long enough and have, therefore, the context of seeing what the rest of the world is like, it is not possible to be well-informed, have a context for reality, and not understand that America is an awesome place to live. It's just not possible. I mean, I know. So it's, it's actually a function of wisdom versus ignorance, and that's why the younger generations that's why you old men in Gen Z with your back pain Gen and X. your sore knee. I'm sorry, Gen X. Pardon yeah. me. Gen X with your back pain and your sore knees and your and your Walkmans. Uh, that's why you guys are certainly far more pro-American than the Gen, Gen Z. Because Gen Z grows up thinking that the rest of the world is like a socialist utopia if only America wasn't messing it all up for them. Meanwhile, without us, the world turns into... Hobbs, brutish, nasty, and short. Solid reference there. By the way, Gen Z are those born between 1995 and 2012, which would mean that the absolute oldest member of Gen Z right now is 28. 28's not that young. I mean, you're still young, but 28 is old enough to have some sense of the larger world. And here's what I would also say, Buck. If you were born in 1995 and you are the oldest member of Gen Z, you have grown up 
in a world of unprecedented wealth, of unprecedented safety. My concern here is that the Gen Z ages are the most influenced by social media because when they became teenagers, you know, when you're like 13 years old, that's about the time yeah, the, in Gen they Z. They are subject that, to the matrix in a way that nobody else ever right. has been. Yeah. Whereas I think, and look, I know everybody thinks that, that, that their age is a, is a good one and everybody wants to go back nostalgically. Buck, I know we make fun of the fact that I'm last year Gen X and you're early millennial, but people within about 10 years of our age range were old enough to grow up in a non-internet era, but old enough to understand the internet like as a basic unit of use in a way that you don't have to get you know, an instruction on how to get online and all those things. Like we grew up with it, but we had independence in that we also remember a pre-internet era and that bridge culture between pre-internet and post-internet is I think somewhat useful because it allows you to develop in different ways. I'm worried about young kids. I think about this all the time for my own kids who grow up in an internet-centric world because of what it does, I really believe this, to their brains. I also think that it's been a while since America has had to step in and save the world at some level. You think about this, you, you look at previous generations, I mean, certainly World War II, and then certainly against the Soviets, depending on you know what period you're going to look at. And because we're in a post-Soviet era, people, I think, believe that we should live in this multipolar world where it's us and China and Russia and you name it, all these other countries, the EU, and we're all equal and we're all friends and buddies. No, without America patrolling the, 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 the global seas and without America in the background trying to keep things quieted down, this place gets really nasty, really ugly, really violent, meaning Earth, very quickly. So I think the current generation, yeah, we've had the war on terror and that stuff, but we haven't had to step in in the way that we have in previous generations, and that could change. Yeah, and I also, when I see this stuff, I think, man, if every American had to go live in a third world country for a year as part of a mission project or some sort of AmeriCorps, they would return and, worshiping America. That's right. Totally have a different comprehension and understanding of how amazing it is here. Sunday Drop with Clay and Buck. Southwest Airlines basically just shut down. And Buck, you know, because I live in Nashville, I have almost always, if I'm flying out of Nashville, I'm on a Southwest Airlines flight because they can take you direct nonstop in a way that almost no other airline can even come close in Nashville. They basically shut down over the holiday season. My sister was stuck in Chicago for three days. I got close friends who were uh, friends and family who were directly involved. It's going to cost Southwest like a billion dollars. So travel has been bad. It would have gotten far worse if this situation had been allowed. You've got the details, but the rough approximation here is a woman tried to board a flight in Tampa saying that a boa constrictor she was traveling with was her emotional support animal. First of all, I wouldn't, if I were her traveling in Tampa trying to bring on a four-foot-long boa constrictor onto a commercial airline flight. When caught by the x-ray, because this was in her bag, I wouldn't have gone with the emotional support pet angle. I would have said, 
oh, I'm sorry. I thought this was Florida. You know what I mean? <laughs> the free state of. I, th- I thought freedom existed in Florida, everybody. So, so the emotional support animal thing is like people usually bring dogs on and it's been defined very expansively. I saw somebody yes. this 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 loophole a lot. I mean we talked about the mini horses, the peacocks. If you were sitting next to someone and they had a boa constrictor like do you wear it on yourself or did, did they just can you I would assume you could carry on can you carry on a snake? That's what she tried to do. She had in her no, carry no, on in, bag. In her carry on bag does that mean that it wasn't restrained? Like if you wanted, you know, you you see those little um uh little, you know, dog or cat carriers. If you had a snake in a little dog or cat carrier, is that permissible? You know what I'm talking about? Like you yeah, would not you know if, what animal if is it were in, in like a, a reptile enclo- a mobile reptile enclosure, would that be acceptable? First of all, it would not be acceptable know. to me if I was the seatmate of this person. Oh, but I mean, that- I'm thinking like if she tried to just wear it around her neck like Jake the Snake Roberts back in the day, I would, I think I would, it's rare that I would lose it on an airplane. If there was someone with a boa constrictor out, like able to move around, I would be all incredibly right. uncomfortable. We never lie to this audience, Clay. We never lie to them. Did you sit through snakes on a plane? I've never watched it. Ah, did you? No. Did you watch it? I, I, I actually now I feel like I should go check out some of it. I did watch a little bit of Sharknado when that came out. Oh, I've watched Sharknado, the original Sharknado. Yes, oh, the original Sharknado, far superior what, to one the of the knockoffs. great disappointments of my life, and I hate to have to admit this, is at the Super Bowl twenty twenty, San Francisco 49ers are playing against Kansas City Chiefs. That was a Fox Super Bowl. At the Fox Sports Hotel Bar. Not a very big bar. Ian Ziering was there. That is Steve from 90210. uh, And obviously the star of Sharknado, which is why this came up. I never knew he was there. No one told me. I was at the same bar. There's only 40 people in the bar. And somebody was like, the next morning, they were like, hey, I was surprised you didn't go talk to uh, Steve Sanders from 90210, a.k.a. Ian Ziering. And I said... What do you mean? And he said, they said he was right there at the bar standing a few feet from you. And I said, you knew this and you just assumed that I was ignoring him? Like I was big-timing him? I would have, I, I, I'm still in disbelief that, that our team did not notify me that I was that close to him. I think you'll be able to get past this one. I think it's a great... How many people in this audience watch 90210 a lot of 90s by the way almost 100 percent have seen a 90210 episode i I can't i can't let this go without our friend brian who is a subscriber at clayandbuck.com writes clay you're insane 90s music was the not the best decade of music um and spoiler alert the 80s curb stomped the 90s when it comes to music so i disagree that's a great debate But the 80s did not have that much variety. If you were like a hair metal music fan, rock music fan, I I don't disagree. But if you were a fan of the entire scope of the musical experience, 90s were far better. Wow. At Clay Travis on Twitter, especially for all the boomers out there who are saying, yeah, what about the Rolling Stones? What about Jimi Hendrix? What I'm just, I, there's a I lot gave of folks a shout right out now. to the 1960s and said since the 60s, although I would argue the 90s had a more diverse 
panoply, panoply Dave, of I, options. Clay, I still listen to Dave Matthews all the time, and I'm not afraid to say it out loud. So I'm all about the 90s. You know, that people love surprise, to hate on Dave Matthews. That doesn't Matthews. surprise me at all. Dave Matthews yeah. very popular, I would imagine, with this crowd. Yeah, love Dave Matthews. Not his politics, though. Sunday Sizzle with Clay and Buck. Let's have a little fun. We have got Jeopardy questions and answers here for Buck Sexton. Last night on Jeopardy, these have gone viral. Sports Jeopardy. Sports, yes. Sports. Well, no, no. This is real Jeopardy. Oh, really? But they had a sports section, and things did not go well for the contestants on Jeopardy last night. By the way, would you like to do Celebrity Jeopardy? Assuming we were famous enough to do Celebrity Jeopardy, would you do it? Oh, yeah. I'd run the table. I'd love to do Celebrity Jeopardy. I I wouldn't want to do regular Jeopardy. I think I'd get dunked on pretty significantly in regular Jeopardy. But I think for a celebrity, in quotation marks, if either of us were considered big enough That was one of the greatest SNL sketches of all time, by the way, with Sean Connery. The pen is mightier. That's Uh, not what he said. The rapist. The rapist for 200. It's therapist. Remember, like, the... I mean, he would... That was amazing. Uh, Rest in peace, Sean Connery, by the way. All right. Here we go. Buck Sexton. This is last night. Uh, syndicated game show, by the way, they now have Mayim Balak, uh, I think is how you pronounce Mayim her name. Mayim Bialik? Is that right? Yeah, you know she's the host now? Yeah, Blossom. Yeah, right, yeah. but that, but she replaced Alex Trebek, so she is now the host. If you're wondering, oh, who is this voice? Alex Trebek died uh, recently, and Blossom from the show, for those of you who are around our age, from the show Blossom, Mayim Bialik is now the host. All right, here we go. We're going to pause it. You can play along in your cars as well. Let's go with cut 22. Here is the first one. Multi-sport athletes 800. A few career highlights. He won the Heisman at Auburn, ran for 221 yards in one game for the Raiders, and was an American League All-Star. Okay, so... Okay. Nobody knew it. All right, so do you have a guess, Buck Sexton, for who this is? I do. I think I know it, and I'll explain why I know it, though, because it's not because of sports. Bo Jackson? That is... Well, let's listen to the answer. Here's 22A, the answer. Who is Bo Jackson? There we go. Boom. You got that one right. Why do you know it? I know it because there was a cartoon, I think it was called Superstars, with Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and Michael Jordan. It was a Saturday morning cartoon, and I used to watch that cartoon, and I remember that Bo Jackson was the guy who, because, you know, Wayne Gretzky only had his hockey stick, and obviously MJ had his basketball, but Bo had... The football, the baseball bat. So that's why I knew that answer, just because that's the only I used to, I had on my wall posters, one of my posters, in the early 90s, late 80s, whenever it was, there's an iconic photo of Bo Jackson with a baseball bat on his shoulders on top of his his shoulder pads. uh, That is, I bet, bet a lot of our listeners who are around our age remember that. All right, so Bo Jackson. By the way, one of the most devastating injuries in the history of sports, Bo Jackson getting tackled in a playoff game against, I believe, the Bengals as a running back for the Raiders, which destroyed his career because of a hip injury. All right, here is another one of the questions from last night that went viral. Here is cut 23 from Jeopardy last night. Multi-sport athletes a thousand. Prime time, prime time. In 1992, this man here hit 304 with 14 triples for the Braves and picked off three passes for the Falcons. Wait, Braves and Falcons? Football and baseball. 
1992. Uh, I have absolutely no idea. All right, let's go to the answer. Cut 23A. Jackie, who is Sanders? Yes, Deion Sanders. Ah, I should have gotten that, actually. Deion Sanders. All right, this one I think you're definitely going to get. Uh, Here is the final multi-sport athlete. Uh, Let's listen to this. Multi-sport athletes for two. He led the NBA in scoring seven straight times, won five MVPs, and hit 202 for a minor league team in 1994, but let's not dwell on that. I mean, Clay, I am an American. Who is Michael Jordan? (laughs) The reason we had to add that one, that's the lowest level of the Jeopardy. I was like, he might not get the first two. We'll at least get him this Oh, I appreciate that. That was a little bonus, a little consolation question. I didn't think you'd get Bo Jackson. I thought you were going to whiff on Bo. Nobody on the show, by the way, got Bo Jackson. So everybody last night on Jeopardy missed Bo Jackson. Uh, And I thought you'd whiff those two. You may recall that Bo knows and Buck knows. (laughs) That was a great... They don't really have great ads campaigns like back in the day right Bo knows uh Air Jordan I don't even know what the best current athlete marketing camp can you even think of one that's really good that where you watch it and you're you're like remember back in the day they had McDonald's with Larry Bird and Magic Johnson and the you know be like Mike the the Jordan commercial I, I, for I, I love the one with uh I remember this one with Dennis Dennis Hopper and Junior Seau, and he's on a beach or something. He's just like, Junior Seau, man, he's coming in like a freight train. Choo-choo. <laughs> I didn't even remember that Do you even one. know this yes. one? That's a real Yeah, one. I remember it now. That was a great I don't think they really have great sports ads anymore. I can't think of the last time I saw an ad. Of course, you don't see a lot of ads now because a lot of people watch streaming services with no commercials. But I don't remember the last time I saw an ad and I thought, oh, man, this is incredible. This is really fun. Actually, it's probably... Uh, the Top Gun ad that we played uh, earlier. Well, that's a trailer, to be up. fair. Yeah, but like, you're talking about a commercial, yeah. like a commercial campaign. Oh, man. You know, they, 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 you, I look, I do think these, are, are we turning into those guys that are like, when we were kids, the ads were better, the cartoons were better, the movies were better, the music was better. Are we those people now? Yeah. I mean, I think that is, uh, that is really, I, mean, I, I uh, heard, I, I had a long drive across Florida from Jacksonville to Tallahassee and uh, listen to, you know, some of the, and I was just like, many of the times in the top 40 radio stuff, I was like, what is this noise? I was, it was not for me. No, I look, I think there's a strong argument that in terms of pop culture that everybody liked, I don't know that the 1980s are ever going to be topped. Now, there's a lot of great niche programming, right? If you are a fan of Sopranos or you're a fan of Game of Thrones or whatever it might be, but they're not something that everybody can sit down and watch together in the way that Indiana Jones and Star Wars and the Back to the Future films were, those don't really, it seems to me, exist now anymore. Maybe the Marvel films. You know, I have been argue. watching the Formula One show on Netflix, so we should talk about it's that really another good, time. I heard. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals, GovX.com. If you've served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment, and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. 
A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit GovX.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another healthcare provider. Healthlock.com. Healthlock.com. No surprise, but do you know the number of abortions in states where it's deemed legal have increased since the overturning of Roe versus Wade? Sadly, unborn babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees her or him on ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140, helping to rescue five babies. Preborn relies on donations from us. To donate securely, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 saying baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash buck. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Visit preborn.com slash buck. Sponsored by Preborn. So Kim Jong-un, uh, dictatorial, authoritarian leader of North Korea, has decided that he is going to begin banning certain fashions that he finds to be unacceptable in his country. And among those fads, this is a real story, among those fashions, I saw this and I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe Kim Jong-un's got, I, in general, I disagree with most of what he says, but he might be right on this one. He says that skinny jeans are uh, are no longer appropriate to be worn in North Korea. And so it got me thinking, if you could ban anything, if you were uh, did, you know total control of a country and you decided you want to get involved in what was and what was not permissible. He's also, by the way, uh, he has banned dyed hair. Uh, he has banned uh, particular hair lengths and clothing that features large foreign wording in addition to skinny jeans. So, Buck, what? <laughs> this is a quote, by the way. Uh, the, the youth league's patrols are cracking down on young people who wear long hair down to their waist and those who dye their hair brown, as well as people who wear clothes with large foreign letters and women who wear tight pants. Uh, so this is uh, this is a major uh, onslaught here of Kim Jong-un. What would you ban? This is very strange, Clay, because in this country, the commies in places like Brooklyn are the ones wearing the skinny jeans in general. Right. So right. apparently this is a commie in North Korea who's saying no more skinny jeans. Um, I, I would say if we're banning – see, 
I don't really know what's in fashion right now, so I can't you even join speak. the club. I, yes. I can't. You know, I'd have to go back quite a ways. I'm a uh, I'm a sweatshirt and like roomy pants kind of guy with my Wolf and Shepherd shoes, which are which yes, are fantastic. of course, of course. Um, but I, I got to tell you, man, I, I, there are some times in the past where I've been like, nope, 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 this is bad. And in the recent past. And this is like one of those things where when I share an idea, like, I don't know, maybe like when you shared your Batman movie review for the most recent <laughs> Batman and one of us gets crushed over it. It's OK. That was me, everybody. But for some reason, some people thought it was Clay. Uh, there was. Do you remember the gaucho pants craze for women? It, it was like maybe 10 or 15 years ago. It was like very baggy, loose pants, and they were called gaucho pants. That was the worst female fashion trend I think I've ever seen in my life. It would be like if you cut off MC Hammer's pants at the calf. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those were the ugliest, dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. I said so at the time. People said, well, you don't know fashion. I'm like, right, but I also just know reality. Um, the mom jeans, and this is not an offense to the to the moms out there. A lot of moms out there listen to the show. You know, they're in better shape than you or me, and they're wearing jeans that you know look like they're leggings. But I'm just saying the mom jeans that are up high on the, the waist and super baggy. Bring, the 1980s return. High-waisted, mom jeans. super baggy jeans don't look good on guys, on girls, on anybody. All right. That was a bad, that was a bad trend. Um I'm trying to I think. would ban here's the I would ban turtlenecks on men. I think the turtleneck. I mean, maybe this Wait is a, a neck second. thing in general. What if I, you put a chain over it though, Clay? <laughs> Like the like uh, uh, the Rob Vick picture in the rock guys. His, yeah. yeah, no, I am uh, I am one billion percent anti turtleneck. So I I would be if I could ban any apparel in America today, it would be the turtleneck. I think I, no one looks good in a turtleneck. It's like, well, how cold is your neck? You know, again, this also ties in. I I'm even more pro scarf than I am turtleneck. There's never been a point in time where I was like, hey, you know what? I'm kind of cold, but if I had my neck covered, I would be warm. Like, it doesn't work that way, right? So I'm anti-turtleneck. You either can wear, uh, you know, you can wear a jacket, a hoodie, whatever, but I'm, I am I, I would go with the banning of all turtlenecks. There was a time when the turtleneck with the suit blazer was a thing that it's you would do so you didn't have to yes. wear. Now, Unless you're a Bulgarian nightclub owner with like a big uh, Gucci belt buckle on, you're probably not doing the turtleneck and blazer thing. So I, I can't. Or if you're a Bond villain, I think Bond villains can pull off turtleneck and blazer as a general rule. But I'm telling you right now, there's some there's some folks listening who are turtleneck and blazer guys. That's mostly a guy. Wait, are, are do you feel this way about women's turtle turtlenecks as well? No, are I you, don't have any. You, I don't. No, I don't, women. First of all, when I've seen the women's turtleneck. Usually it's a pretty tight shirt, right? Yeah. So like the like it's a good look on a woman. I don't think it's a. I, I am yeah. only anti turtlenecks on men. I, I I just learned my lesson too because I had a guy call into my show years ago, Clay, who said something along the lines of like yoga pants are one of the greatest advances of Western civilization in the last you know hundred years or something, and I didn't even say anything. The amount of emails I got got crushed just for letting this guy say it on the air because women thought it was very sexist so i just think people should wear what makes them comfortable i stay away from the fashion i'm gonna go pick up my kids this afternoon and i will be like the only person not wearing yoga pants at the kid pick you gotta get you some lululemon for guys clay they make it you're fancy they don't make yoga pants for men do they they? make lululemon pants which is a yoga company for men they're yeah, good. right, but they're not like they're not like really tight. That well, would be I own a pair. I don't, I don't know. Can neither confirm you own nor deny. I don't even know about this stuff. 
<laughs> Just as long as you don't own any turtlenecks. And God bless Yoga Pant. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.